And like Roy Jones said, I said, y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Y queremos Palestina. Libre y libre y libre y viva, viva Palestina. The civil war has been quite fruitless. It's a people defending themselves against a fascist government. Now the revolution has got to be perfect. It's got to be flawless. Well, that isn't my criteria. EMP, the podcast on the Public Pulse News Network. I am your producer, Amin TMK. I'm joined always by my two compatriots, uh... Keita the Muscle. What's up, Keita? What's up? And uh, behind me today, because we have a brand new Matrix Studio popping all the way I in apostrophe, and I'm with Lil Tanky That Could, LT. Yo, what's good? Shout out to all the Patreons. You know, y'all hard work is helping us put out a better product, and uh, we appreciate that shit. That is an actual fact. So there's a couple things that we want to talk today about. Of course, you you, you think somehow that uh, that the news cycle just just went away? You think everything just was good? No. Now, news is happening, and we and we need to talk about it. Uh, so there's a couple things that are on our agenda today, and uh, we are going to talk about those things as we do as usual. I just want to remind y'all, uh, follow us on Instagram at Public Pulse News. You can also follow us on TikTok at Public Pulse News. And... Uh, Check out the aforementioned Patreon at Patreon slash Public Pulse. Uh, in this week's episode, uh, we are going to talk about Texas reinstating corporal punishment. Also, British Israel Israeli tech company known for malware buys ExpressVPN. Maybe you've heard about ExpressVPN uh, if you watch YouTube and seen an ad on that. But, my friends, we start with... Strike tuba. Strike tuba. Uh, this is from uh, LA Pub Union on Instagram. Uh, workers have been treated as disposable with unsafe conditions during the pandemic. Workers are also experiencing high costs at work with housing, childcare, transportation, and understaffing at their job. This is why thousands of workers across the nation are striking. Uh, I wanted to read the list of people that are striking. I wanted to honor all of them, and that's cool with y'all. Yes, absolutely. To the extent that we know. To the extent that we know, of course, do your own research. Um, and this month, known as Striketober, this list includes potential strikes from 10,000 workers at John Deere UAW, uh, 60,000 film and TV ISTSE employees, 37,000 Kaiser workers, thousands of grad students at Harvard, Columbia, Illinois University, and 20,000 California State University faculty members, 2,000 Buffalo hospital workers, 2,000 Washington carpenters, 2,000 telecom workers in California, 1,400 Kellogg workers in Minnesota, <clears throat> Nebraska, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee, 1,000 miners in Alabama, 700 Massachusetts nurses, 450 West Virginia steel workers, 420 uh, Kentucky whiskey workers, 400 hospital workers in Oregon, 350 hospital workers in California, 350 Denver janitors, LA aerospace manufacturers, Reno bus drivers, uh, Pennsylvania teachers, San Antonio symphony musicians, 
50 machinists, school bus drivers in Warwick, Rhode Island, uh, workers at the Dollar Store in Connecticut, workers at Starbucks in Buffalo, New York. This is, like we said, just the ones that we know about here in Striketober. I wanted to get if y'all had any thoughts, um, you know, as we move forward, talking about union rights, talking about wage theft that exists here in the United States. Uh, you know, what, what do y'all feel about what does this mean and what are your opinions on Striketober? I mean, for me, man, get that fucking money, man. You know, I mean, when we got we got space tourism, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that later, where you go into space for like 10 minutes and it's costing maybe millions of dollars, you know, where you got people like man, Bezos and motherfucking Elon Musk who are trading each other back and forth for like the most money ever. Oh, Le- yeah, we got new billionaires during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these motherfuckers are trying to chase Mansa Musa fucking figures and shit, but then motherfuckers acting wild because we're telling you $14 ain't enough to be on this heavy machinery where we might lose our fingers. And where a lot of... A lot of employees died in these circumstances. They've been working even harder because, of course, well, we got to come to this together. We're in this together. We're like family during that whole pandemic propaganda bullshit. And these people were like, you know what? I because of their care for other human beings, unlike capitalism, they were like, well, let me put in my best to really make sure that nobody else is struggling the way that we have to. And then, of course, all of those. Hey, we love you. Let's applaud. Um, I guess we'll give you a. 10 cent hazard pay rate uh, and they were risking their lives working grueling fucking hours and a lot of these companies it's not being said they dropped all of the pandemic perks so to speak where they were like well we'll do this for you and we'll do this for you you'll get your short and it was a short-term raise and meanwhile we're also reading articles about how all of these companies doubled tripled quadrupled their income and none of it went down to the people who actually are doing the labor and having to do the work and these companies now are making even more demands on those people i mean in the case of kellogg's they're like these are grueling working conditions and we cannot maintain them anymore like physically people are not just exhausting themselves not just like risking themselves for covid but like dying from exhaustion and shit like that and it's like this is not going to work and you want to take away our pay our vacation time you want to say now that there's blackout dates on when we can take time off and people justifiably are like that's bullshit i'm not about that we cross hey guess what me and my ten thousand other friends or my 500 other friends and co-workers said that's bullshit too so deuces you know um you know i'm a big mortal Kombat fan uh, in the lin quay uh this is a uh <clears throat> assassin guild if you will uh sub-zero and smoke when they were supposed to be cyberized we're like you know what we're not going to do that and they left the lin quay and i just want to say that if your job is trying to turn you into a cyborg or a robot you should leave uh if you have the ability to quit your job i support that uh if you have the ability to unionize at your job we support that and i just want to talk a little bit about this directly to you the listener because i care about the people who listen to this show whether you're doing it uh, just because you're trying to gain knowledge you like my or any of my counterpart's sexy voice or you're just an op trying to figure <laughs> out what we're doing might have to drop a dime on them niggas for sure um i i know you've experienced 
ridiculous conditions at your job. You've been asked of things that are not in your job description. You're asked to work longer hours. You got to come in when they're quote unquote short staffed, which let's be real. Every job I've ever worked at has been short staffed. And that's intentional. They make you think like, oh, you know, no, that's intentional. (laughs) Right. Because it is going to recoup and eat that money regardless. Yeah. And I think it's just important to say again when we talk about like capitalism and the way that it works, especially late stage capitalism, soon to be in stage capitalism. It's the op- it could have been done. Fifteen dollars an hour was on the table, and of course, fifteen dollars is not even enough. But we've it was- talked about for a long time how fifteen dollars an hour was almost enough a decade ago. But it yeah. was supposed to be pushed through the the uh, the original stimulus bill. And it was not because of some unelected official. What do they call it? The, the pers- parliamentarian. The parliamentarian was like, no, I don't think this is a good idea. This is the government that I'm supposed to be like you know, and, working and with. Real. When a bill passes that is underfunded, that only gives a crumb, you get that crumb. Biden was talking about this shit when he went down to uh, Georgia to talk to all the black deacons. Like, hey, y'all better dead that $15 an hour shit. We cross. When he checked all them people. And people want to act like it didn't happen. Look, when we got stories about people working at Amazon wearing fucking diapers because they don't have enough time. A small family-run business on Amazon. Peeing in bottles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't go take a bathroom break. I don't want to hear shit about, oh, these people are lazy. Look, the reason why labor laws are so fucked up in this country goes back to so many other things. It's racism i mean i know people like oh we just like to say racism no No, this one is look american economics in the united states started off of slave labor companies haven't forgotten that they used to get all this shit for free (laughs) and the biggest place for a right to work which is ironically the opposite of that it really means the right to fire where that shit took off was the fucking slave the slave the enslavement utilizing southern states you know, that's why you never had no big labor right shit going on down there because they didn't want black people organizing their, light, their, their right to use collective uh, withholding of labor. And can I add, too, that we know for a fact it's racism because everybody touts like, well, in Oregon or in Denmark and Sweden, they really care about their citizens. The fucking second those countries and that state got a flood of immigrants into the country, suddenly, all of a sudden, all these progressive white people who really care about human beings and love each other started legislating against their own interests to ensure that the brown people coming into their country would not get the same benefits that they did. They voted for that shit. So it is racism. Go off. Oh, my friend, did you want to? I do. I just want to say, man, I I like to see it coming around, though, because I remember, you know, and people don't know, that fucking strike is still ongoing in India, the world's largest labor shortage, uh, labor labor strike. Which we covered here. We did cover. Please go back and listen to that podcast. And we're like, damn, you know, I wonder what it would take in America to have this pop off. And now we're starting to see a little bit of that. So I think it's interesting, too. That's a great point. All great points. Thank you. I thought we would uh, have tons of uh, thoughts and ideas and philosophies on this particular subject. But I, I wanted to talk a little bit, too, because, you know, that I, I, there still is like, I, I don't know, of course, my, our listeners probably not into this or, or believe in this, but there always seems to be this argument, like you said, LT, that like American workers are lazy, right? Like, oh, like we lazy. But so what happened was, well, of course, these people are not working. They're getting unemployment, but now that we see that unemployment benefits um, are starting to be removed, 
These people still don't want to go to work. People are still not interested. And you had all these people saying like, oh, well. And it's not that they don't want to work. They don't want to work for these fucking wages, for man. For these pennies. No time off. No insurance. No even set schedule. Imagine all these people that have been working in like, say, the meat industry, right? Where you're literally watching, you know, I mean, because these guys got like almost no protections and immediate tort reform for their corporations for the people that had to work there when the pandemic was at its fucking worst. When we really didn't know a lot about it where there were no vaccines or any of that shit, but the spice must flow. So all these motherfuckers still in there doing all that meat packing and shit. You watching literally your homies die. I mean, not your homies, but your work homies. Well, and that happens because a lot of these people were murdered by their companies because of COVID. What, what was the what was the the factory where the the workers were striking, where someone died while they were working and they had to go right back to work? Do y'all remember that one? Oh, and we get the crack team. Up I remember on it. reading it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that did happen. You know, do your own research, as we say here. And motherfuckers just gotta keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, I'm not. I'm not coming back for this shit. I'm no. not doing this. And you have the support of thousands of people across the U.S. There is no reason anybody should have to put up for this when you're seeing literally your CEO get a bonus and a raise going into next year. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's that we're done with the $15 an hour conversation. This is about wage theft. This is about moving forward and, you know, dispersing the uh, gains of said company uh, to the workers in percentages of what is being made and not a uh, minimum wage kind of, uh, you know, like like. Like, remember we talk about, like, the Overton window, like, well, what what can we ask for? Like, $15 an hour is, like, within this little Overton window. Well, no, I mean, it shouldn't be $15 an hour. And should we even be talking about dollars an hour? Or should we be talking about percentage that you get based off this company's profit or what they make in total? This is the conversation that we're having now on our, uh, you know, tag leftist stuff. So the company is JBS Foods. Uh, a worker died. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> the fines were $59,000. Uh, thank you. Someone died 50, on the job? $59,000. That's what human life is thank worth. Thank you, crack team. Crack team for jumping up on that. Yeah, $59,000 for a human life. I mean, this is just, I, I mean, I, I think, and this is the problem too. I don't know if y'all experienced this. You know, I still got homies. Uh, from, you know, round away, and they still posting quotes from Jeff Bezos and all that type of stuff. And it's like, look, man, the, the reason we hate these powerful people is not because we're jelly. It's because, you know, their existence of being physical, literal, literally, I mean, in terms of metaphorically, we discussed this, literal is also metaphorical in the the uh, <clears throat> uh, dictionary, the Oxford Dictionary or whatever. Mm, no, they, yeah, because where, where, yeah. where is it this way? Terribly superior and awfully grateful. You know, but... Like, these people are hoarding and consuming a huge amount. Like you said, of course, these motherfuckers want to go to space. They have so much money, they don't know what to do with it. This is not how humanity should work. This is not a, a, the best system that we can have. And I think people are starting to understand that. But with that being said, I just want to say we support those workers. We support unions. We support unionizing. We support strikes. We support uh, boycotts, divestments, all of those things. Uh, stay tuned. Do your own research. And, uh, yeah, yeah, any more thoughts before we move on to our next topic? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, in solidarity again man you know one of the things i see a whole lot of is like um you know these people are there like um well you're selling your body for motherfucker if you a coal miner you selling your fucking body if you if you doing you know what i'm saying shipping you're selling your body you're you're selling your back you're selling this is you're t- t- taking some money now and you're offsetting it for future 
pain that you're going to have later on in your life. If you're an MMA fighter, you're selling your body. You know what I'm saying? If you're a football player, you're selling your body. And if you're going to sell your body, man, sell it for an amount that makes sense to you. All right, let's move on. Uh, if uh, if you want to, LT, this is a uh, story. Absolutely, I'm very interested in hearing about. I think we talked about this maybe last week when you wanted to switch your topic because yeah. I think this is something that we've been wanting to touch on and we haven't this been is... able to. So so let's get into it. So this is in kind of the same fucking uh, vein, right? We're talking about wh- why in America what you have to give always is your body. Right. When we're talking about what abortion rights look like, when we talk about all of these things, what we're really getting to the core of is bodily autonomy. The ability to say with my body, this is what I will do. Right. So with that, I wanted to talk about something that's been hot on my mind. Uh, some of y'all know this. Some of y'all don't. I've lived in three different southern states. And what all of those states had in common, they had the right to beat your kids ass. Oh, but they call it corporal punishment instead of uh, they don't even use the word spanking. Talk about that propaganda. They're like, no, it's corporal punishment under these circumstances. And so I've seen I've also lived in the Deep South. I've seen those wooden paddles, paddles, wooden paddles. Like, bitches, you joining a fraternity? You're playing cricket or something? Uh, Yeah, on my ass, apparently. On my ass, you know. And so, you know, like when we're talking about Texas and abortion, this is another one. You know, they came into the news because once again, you know, they're they're uh, reprioritizing corporal punishment. I remember um, I remember once, man, like I had to take gym and I never wanted to take that shit. Like everybody act like gym is your favorite shit. I didn't want to take that shit uh, in high school. So I was going to opt out by uh, joining the basketball club. You know what I'm saying? And that would have gave me my gym credit. And I remember the coach came out one day and he's like, all right, everybody, it's time to pull out your report cards. And, you know, you get one lick for every C. What? Two licks for every D and five licks for every F. We cross. Nigga, no. I was like, all right, look, I'm going to science club. Fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I got more fucking classes. You know, I, I don't have to get this credit, but right now, I'm not a senior right now. You know, just thinking like, now, as fucked up as it is, right, when parents send you home with a note, which, and let's talk about that too, right? Where else is that okay? Where you know that this person gonna go home and probably get their ass beat because you sent them with a, ma- I mean, where where else is that okay in society? But now it's not even that. Now it's not even your mom or your dad or your whoever's your fucking guardian whooping your ass. It's the motherfucker who don't like you at school. My fucking nemesis, okay? Right? I mean, this is wild because I found data from 2015, 2016 that was talking about of schools that use corporal punishment. 130 are in North Texas. And the level of uh, use of corporal punishment ranges from 0.1% to 88.6%. And that was in 2015, 2016 school year. And that... They don't have to tell the child's parent that they're using corporal punishment. Apparently, it's an opt. I'm not even sure it's an opt out system. Corporal punishment in schools is illegal in pretty much every quote unquote Western country. There's only two countries in the quote unquote West that still utilize this. Australia, which again, racism. And motherfucking the United States. Like, it, you, when you when we say that this shit is, this, it's the meat of America. It's not even the fucking seasoning. Like, when you're talking about, and all of this shit is a direct outcropping of fucking the times of enslavement. When you have to teach discipline through physical fucking pain. And we can't have bodily autonomy if kids got to worry about if they're going to be hit by the fucking people in school. Yeah. However you feel about uh, spanking, which, by the way, 
Uh, if don't you, fucking hit your kids. If you for that shit, you wrong. But don't you can feel about it the way you feel about it. Kid. You know what I'm saying? When we've looked at what the rates of inner partner violence are and how they're rated directly to corporal punishment, where you're teaching a person might makes right. And if I'm stronger, I'm the one that can treat, can, controls discipline and creates the rules. Right. That doesn't just go away when you turn 18. You learn if I'm the strongest motherfucker, I am the one who brings about the discipline through physical means, which becomes all of this toxic masculinity that everybody claims to fucking be against. But the society itself is creating this shit by beating the shit out of kids. Right. And then, of course, we also have to talk about the racial dynamics because schools in the South predominantly run by white teachers and white administrators with a majority black population or people of color um, not being able to tell their parents like hey this person fucking hit me and the un uh the statistics even though they're skewed no doubt but how often black children especially are punished far more than their white counterparts and you're adding that level of corporal punishment to it i mean they got straight up cops fucking killing these kids in school and now they're like well it's just part of this corporal punishment and kind of what we're introducing to children but also like that prison that school to prison pipeline there's just so much because that's the double standard and shit if the kids swing back on the kid you know if a kid hits a kid in school they might go to prison for assault if you swing back on this teacher that's hit you with a fucking club you might go to school you might go to jail for assault but when they do it it's legal we know this is a fact that black students are often looked at as older and more mature and more willing to accept violence or whatever that may be more threatening right and great ad great ad and threatening than their non-black counterparts so we have all of this wrapped up in this system and technically of course i grew up in uh schools and where we we didn't get hit you know what i'm saying but uh we still have this on the books. It's in 19 different states. Look, check it out. Yeah, I'm and they it. hide it. They hide it in a whole like school code of conduct, right. conduct, and it's sometimes one line. And from what I, the research that I did, it is an op- like parents have to explicitly say, "I do not approve of this." Um, and I speak from experiential truth on that because like as many problems as as I have with my mom, that was one thing she was like, "No, absolutely, you will not touch my fucking child." Right. There, there were only two states in the country that practiced enslavement in any type of real capacity that do not exercise this. Maryland and Virginia, right? Now, of the states that weren't big enslavement states that practiced this still, you have Arizona, where you're dealing with Latinx kids. Um, it looks like, uh, where is this? Colorado, where there are huge Latinx populations. You have South Dakota, where you're dealing with indigenous populations, right? And that's it, man. Indiana is the only other place where you might argue is is a maybe majority mainstream, but you still have a lot of, I'm going to tell you, with Indiana, you got all of the, the white people that don't want to live in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's like, all right, any of these Chicago motherfuckers come over here, we, you know, we got to maintain because, you know, Chirac, man, guns. Oh my god, gotta beat that out of them. Oh, this was a good. This was a good topic. I, I, you know, like we always talk about, like you know, spanking and stuff like that as well. You know, as a part of this. And uh, I, again, I just don't know why the default is okay to physically harm kids. I, I don't understand why that's just a default. Like it just goes go away. To. Let me let me tell you this. Let let Tanky find out you're hitting your fucking kids. 
Let Tanky find out. See what happened. Don't hit your fucking kids. We don't hit your fucking kids. And don't let other motherfuckers hit your fucking kids. And that's a fact. And I just wanted to say this, too, because like, like you were saying, there's huge precedence for this kind of... Uh, th th these kind of laws, and I'm, I'm looking here and I'm seeing, or the crack team, I should say, is, is looking here, and they, they, they put a little note across my desk. Um, and they were saying some of the, th this goes all the way back, um, you know, in terms of litigation into 1899 while they were in England. England, abolish England. You know how I feel about that. But I lived in a car. Uh, 1899, Gardner versus Bygrave, the te a teacher in London was acquitted after a parent took him to court for assault after he physically punished that person's son, they lost that case, and that kind of started a, like kind of a snowball. But yeah, 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 yeah. Go oh, ahead and, and hit then, your kids. It's okay. No, I shouldn't. Well, I shouldn't. I. Why shouldn't I keep it? I mean, what a great example of how the law is fucked up. Because now that's considered precedent. Well, one person lost the assault charge, and so now you can't argue ever again that you shouldn't hit your kids, and that's bullshit. This is why the relying on a court system, which is entirely set on how did we decide on this before, is bullshit. Yeah, what's that green eye shit? Hey, strike me. But whatever you do to me in 20 years' time, I shall do as such and more. To you. I have revenge fantasies about beating the shit out of adults that used to whoop me when Bruh. I was growing up. Just like, put I their know. whole hands on you for bullshit. For bullshit, we'll man. We'll implement with weapons. They, sometimes I feel like adults start shit with you. Just oh, yeah. so they can fuck you up. And you were disrespectful to me. Oh my okay, gosh. but did I hit Warren you? One teacher, like, if they, if my mom had approved corporal punishment, would have totally taken and beaten the shit out of me. And you know why? Because I was helping another kid with history homework. And he thought I was being disrespectful. And I was going to say, what is it often, right? It's not even that you, you, you're not showing them the proper level of deference that they want, right? So they feel like physical remediation is the move. Yeah. All right, Muscle, uh, what you got? Because just, just thinking about this is, is getting me heated up. Just wanting to go and fuck people up, man. <laughs> we are. So, um, I mean, we say do your own research a lot of times. And, and it's not to be, like, uh, glib and not to say, like, that's not fucking hard. And so one of the articles that I wanted to present to y'all that has come up um, when we're talking about do your own research and kind of what that means. So Cape Technologies uh, has acquired another VPN service, Express VPN. VPN. Um, and, you know, for folks who probably listen to our podcast, a VPN can really help anonymize you on the Internet, especially as governments get more involved in legislating it and metadata. saying like and all the metadata that's gathered on you uh, when we're talking about private corporations selling that data, that a VPN can be really good. Um, a lot of activists use it in the space in order to try to keep themselves as protected as possible. Where you buy your VPN is Matters. critical, though. Um, and so the reason I'm talking about Cape Technologies is, is because for people who don't know about VPNs, you want to make sure that the VPN is headquartered in a place that will not sell your data and cannot be compelled to sell your data to the government if they end up give, issuing a warrant. You want to avoid the United States, Australia, Britain, Israel. And so Cape Technologies interestingly enough, um, is a British-Israeli tech company, first of all. Um, but Cape Technologies in 2018 renamed from Crossrider because Crossrider was a company that sold adware and malware designed to destroy your computers, designed to steal your identity, suddenly switched and decided in 2018 that they wanted to focus on cybersecurity. Why should I keep 
This reminds me of like when the cigarette company was like, oh no, we're an anti-cigarette company. We're an inhaler company now. You're talking about Altria? Altria, yeah. We're a tobacco solution <laughs> provider. <laughs> you motherfuckers sound like just Sultans, man. I thought you motherfuckers was R.J. Reynolds and you just sold a bunch of fucking cigarettes and shit. And the other part of this is not just they're selling your data to law enforcement. They've also bought VPN review sites so that, of course, they're like, hey, we're great. We're the top They ride tomatoes their own shit, right? <laughs> yes! Yes, they... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to me that you, that you can even have a quote-unquote company that builds installers that resort to browser hijacking. Uh, it's saying that, you know, they target your browser. Like, how can that even be a company? So, first of all, that's a company. And now, you know, look, I know you've you've heard of ExpressVPN somewhere on YouTube. I know that somebody's on there like, hey, you want to keep your data safe? Go straight here to ExpressVPN. We'll keep it safe in our vault for us. I am a freaking genius. I mean, even there, the main person who's behind Cape Technologies, of course, is a, a billionaire. Uh, they're an Israeli billionaire who previously spent time in jail already for insider trading. Oh that much of their wealth is from a gambling company on top of this is they want to own cybersecurity. Like, again, this is just the micro and experiential truth kind of situation. As soon as some shit gets popular, I raise my eyebrow at it. You know, remember we were talking about Squid Game? You know, like, why did this get so popular? And what's ironic, man? I don't know if you know, like, all through the internet, you got shit like Hyundai fucking promoting Squid Game when, like, Squid Game low key is talking about the fucking CEO of fucking Hyundai. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Again, it goes back to senators who listen to Rage Against the Machine and wonder why they're posting leftist tweets. I don't know why. Why would they do that? And, and I mean, these are people who actually a absolutely have helped UAE spies find dissidents and human rights activists. I mean, Daniel Garrick, who's their chief information officer, has undeniable ties to state surveillance activities and they've still violated u.s hacking laws and prohibitions on what information they can sell that makes me think of and you know we, we talk about this you know this whole conversation around uh the islamic emirate you know uh, fka afghanistan like you know the things that they do to their own populations and stuff in uae you know you cannot be a citizen there no matter what unless you are what? even if you're born there like you have to be of emirati descent so if you talk shit about the sheikhs or whatever online, you can get your ass can get deported. Get the fuck get out. Get the fuck out of my country. You don't like it? Well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that shit is some yeah. real caveat in tour shit, man, which just uh, is a fancy Latin phrase that means buyer beware. Buyer beware. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I just want to say again, too, like, okay, now everybody, you've seen all these people, you know, promoting these VPNs. Yeah, well, everything gets co-opted. So just, you know, as we're moving forward, this is why we always talk about do your own research. Do your own research. If you see it on YouTube that ExpressVPN is the place to go to, you still got to do your own research. Why? Because you're seeing it everywhere. No way, they man. PC Mag gave it five out of five right. stars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Rotten Tomatoes, you know, gave... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, but how increasingly hard do your own research is? I mean, that's why I love this crew, right? Because we not only do our own research, but we're willing to debate and be like, no, what I read... It, I, this is what I found out. And I was like, no, no, no. So I found something more recent, and it was this. And I was like, okay, but 20 years ago, this. <laughs> yeah, news changes pretty regularly. Things change. Remember, I remember we had a conversation, and, and this is so funny because we haven't had a t conversation about it since, uh, when we thought uh, Netanyahu was going to leave as the <laughs> leave. I'm going to say leave, but, uh, yeah. you know, be removed from uh, his position as prime minister in Israel. But 
you know, that didn't happen for like another 15 months. And I mean, then... he has been indicted on fucking corruption and is still very deeply tied to that process, the state process of power. Right. And that's what I'm saying. You have to continue to stay on something like that because the big news was, oh, and this, it goes back to this too. Like, the, I know this is sort of not what we've been on, but I'm compelled to talk about it, and I will. <laughs> I remember the explosion in Beirut uh, about what was it like ten months ago. Um, you know, we are there's so many more developments that are popping up, and maybe we'll have a conversation about that at another time. But if you're not following a story as it develops in real time and how it changes and how it moves forward, doing your own research is not enough. You have to continue to do it. It has to be, like you said, that Sisyphus work. Every day we wake up, These sending each other like articles. Spot checks, you know, go to yeah. Google and, you know, look at a first top five pages, you know. That's and not research, not man. Work. not going to work. Um, okay. Any any more uh, conversations we wanted to talk about? VPN What's with the quick this? hits? Let's do some cool wick hits. Final round. So, we got love for our city, right? We just Mad we, love. Uh, so much love for DC, for being in the DMV area. Um, we talk about DC issues a lot, and I got to bring one up, of course. Uh, as more reports are coming out about how, you know, COVID-19 relief funds have been mismanaged and all of this. Um, so, come to find out, in fiscal year 2020, DC officials misspent nearly $82 million of affordable housing that was supposed to be earmarked for extremely low-income residents. And this is a report from the Office of the Inspector General. So, you know, they failed their audit. Um, of course, the majority of these projects were funded through the Housing Produ Production Trust Fund. Um, and I'm going to say, like, we talk shit about Mayor Bowser a lot. And, and it's because she's one of those black women who's like, well, I'm a black woman. And the fact is that she's kicking b black people out of D.C. and keeping the Latin populations out of D.C. as well in order to invite all of these billionaires, all of these people who are going to build all of these fucking Condos, black people, the migrant. You can look at migration maps. Um, DC is going to say, "Well, we don't know where they went," but this is not a new fucking pattern to the United States ma machine that it is. Um, so the fact that they mismanaged all of these funds is wild but also it means that like as people were having to deal with COVID-19 loss of job uh you know trying to figure out unemployment keeping themselves safe that a lot of them just ended up like going other places and or dying because DC mismanaged these funds and of course DC is trying to say like hey don't worry we know that we were supposed to prioritize this it's just hard to get this funding out um but what Janice Lewis George pointed out was like hey they're required by law to do this like in a lot of other states and jurisdictions but the DC also failed because they let these developers overcharge on rent so if the buildings were put up as they were promised they cost way more than they were supposed to so they were not available to extremely uh, low income residents that they also failed to pay back loans that um, DC's housing agency has failed to do this year after year so fiscal year 2020 this is not new news DC has a whole ass history of doing this you can't talk about Maria Bowser without me at least saying a few things you know she is my Nemesis. My fucking nemesis. Uh, I just want to say okay? this is not the first time this is a scandal like this has happened during one of her administrations. It seems to happen every single year. Uh, not only that, we had an episode of this podcast called COVID Relief is Rigged. I highly suggest that you check that out. And uh, I think this is a microcosm, even though it's in a macro, it's a microcosm of the larger reason why 
they don't want to give people a stimulus because the money actually goes to people. These bills where they earmark these particular things, they end up going to other things that have nothing to do because then the money expires. We, we know about this. We know how, you know what I'm saying, the DC Arts Commission's work. And th this money runs out and it, uh, I'm sorry, this money has deadlines on it. And if it's not spent in a certain amount of time, who knows where that money goes? Yeah, I mean, one more thing on that, because like the problem is, is first of all, we don't find out often that these egregious errors and, and quite honestly, this cruelty and inconsideration happens after the fact. We tend to find out through audits that are done like a year later sometimes two five ten years later and the fact is is then that money is never recovered so it can do what it was meant to do instead it's an excuse to say well we shouldn't do these programs um and this is why we can't give money to the people because companies and state jurisdictions mismanage funds and and that's an excuse not to give it directly to individuals who needed that money all right. Uh, I am an NBA fan. I know my counterparts are not, uh, but I do have a, a podcast, a basketball podcast with my homie. Uh, it's called Hoops Narrative, if you're interested in it. Um, but sorry, shameless plug. Uh, I, uh, I I don't know if you know basketball, but uh, Kyrie Irvin has been in the news. He is looking like he's going to turn down about $39 million uh, because he is not going to get vaccinated for um, the upcoming NBA season. It has been mandated. Um, you know, and a lot of reasons, a lot of people have said, you know, insinuated what Kyrie has been thinking uh but it, it really looks and this is the really the only information that he's he's been he's giving is he isn't going to get vaccinated in protest of Americans losing jobs over the mandates and I just thought that an athlete willing to take a step up like that we usually shit on celebrities we usually shit on athletes you know because their politics are pretty crappy but uh you know I think that it's pretty I got I got respect for someone that can turn down 40 million, um, you know, and he said, like, oh, it's not about the money. Money's not my whole life. You know, I think that type of mentality in the way that I hear uh, people speak about money, hearing a celebrity who is, you know, or athlete, at least, um, who's willing to turn that money down for something that they believe in. I appreciated that. And I just wanted to uh, to throw that out there. I find it's like the opposite of shut up and dribble. Right. When I was like, right. well, if I'm dribbling, I have to shut up. Well, I'm going to stop dribbling. Can I talk now? Right. And, and this is so ridiculous, <laughs> not to be a uh, semantics guy, but uh, you, when you're dribbling, you're like talking to your teammates, like pretty much all the time. There's no moment where you're shutting up and dribbling. You're literally <laughs> like, all right, I need a pick. All right, over here. We running this, you know, putting number. I mean, you talking constantly throughout the game anyway. I digress. Yeah, but the shut up and dribble thing, I really uh, I, I really feel like this is the same breed, like the same type of that sentiment is the same reason why everyone's like, shut up, Kyrie. But it said of it being like a conservative thing. It's like the neoliberal thing. It's like, oh, you don't believe in science. You're a bad person. Because if you search this via the Google, you're going to find Kyrie is a piece of shit and he deserves to die in every single headline. Um, and, you know, that's really violent, especially we talking about a, a black man. Um, so, yeah, that was my quick hit. Uh, thoughts on ULT? Space. The final frontier. <laughs> to boldly go where no man has ever gone before. Motherfucking William Shatner. Piece of shit guy, as a rule. Uh, super, super, like, right-wingy. Kind of just an uh, all-around piece of shit. Played once upon a time a captain of a ship that was in space, right? I mean, this is a fucking acting role, man. An acting role. Are you allowed to say the the 
the show? It, the show is Star Trek. I don't Star know why Trek. he's being funky about okay. it. Okay. For those who okay. are not involved in the right. sci-fi Cassie, sorry. So you had to have the secret code in order to unlock this final <laughs> round. <laughs> Captain motherfucking Kirk, okay? Captain fucking Kirk. Was talk to space on Blue Origins, which is uh, Bezos' fucking space tourism company. Remember, they just got uh, like $70 million from the United States uh, defense budget. Well, apparently that ain't really shit. I mean, 70 million, I mean, because again, the flight to take Blue October once, as a consumer, guess how much that is? How much is it? Well, first let me ask you guys, how long do you think you're in space? No, 24 hours. No, okay. days. Weeks. All right. Okay, great. These are good questions. Okay, the answer is you are in space 10 minutes. You, okay. you, you have weightlessness for about four minutes. You are barely in what we would consider in science space. Okay, you are in very low Earth orbit. Now, now that you know that, <laughs> what do you think the ticket cost? Nigga, this is a pop quiz. <laughs> I, I didn't study, man. I didn't study. But if I were to take a guess, uh, I would say $20 million. It has to start at 50 mil. It's $28 million. Yeah, well, prescience is a gift and a curse. $28 million to, <laughs> to float for four, four minutes. minutes. Four minutes. Now, look, we don't know if Captain Kirk paid for this or if Bezos, out of the goodliness of his uh, deep Lex Luthor heart, was like, I want Captain Kirk to go to space before he dies. Of course, of course, because when you're a billionaire white man, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just donate that $28 million. So when you're talking about, you know, they got $70 million from the fucking die, that covers two fucking trips. I see what you're saying, and I hear you, and of course it is ridiculous, but there's a lot of other things sure, that could have sure, used sure. that $70 no, million. Dollars. 100%. Right, right, right. 100%. And of 100%. course, yeah, $70 million is nothing when you are, you know, uh, Blue, what is it, Blue Origin or SpaceX yeah. or any of these other uh, you know, capitalist space systems or whatever, even though all this shit is still funded by the government, i.e. why they got $70 million. It's not the first money that they got from the government. Um, but, you know, why? I mean, the question is why? Why do we need to send William Shatner into space? Because it's a cool tweet. And George Takai is like, this is uh, unresponsible. This motherfucker is 90 years old. It He's is irresponsible. Space travel is very hard on the body. But also, you are watching your boss send a celebrity to fucking space for four minutes you and you're like your I just want $15 an hour that's all hey, like look. of the 50 the 28 million you spent I just want like muscle they're trying muscle of it. <laughs> they're sending politicians to the Met Gala with tax the rich okay I mean, look man if we're now gonna start you know letting actors do their most famous roles can we put Russell Crowe bitch ass in the fucking uh, in the uh, Coliseum I love yeah. that yeah let's see it I'm with it Let's Let's make, live your fucking dream, bitch. Make our dreams come true. Uh, yeah, I will be entertained. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that That's shit. That's a factuality. All right. Uh, I mean, TMK, this is a public pulse. Uh, this is EMP the podcast on a Public Pulse News Network. Follow us on Instagram at Public Pulse News and on TikTok, Public Pulse News. Y'all. We got a Patreon. We got patrons yes, on our Patreon. I can't wait to you, shout y'all out. Uh, you know, I need to make sure I got y'all consent first, but we do have uh, patrons. Patreon.com slash public pulse we have 
uh, programs or whatever they we call them, uh, classes. I don't want to put people in the classes or, or, or you know, but we have options. Options <laughs> as low as $5. If you go to the wrong class, we're beating your ass. Oh, oh, I'll tell you that right now. It, it's uh, Tanky's dual rules coming to effect. Exactly. We got a cricket bat right now. Um, but uh, I, I just want to say thank y'all again. Thank y'all for just listening uh, and, uh, you know, do your own research. Stay woke out here. Stay hydrated. Uh, do we have any thoughts um, from my counterparts so before we out of here? Those of y'all that ain't in the know, please, 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 like you said, follow us on Instagram. We got our Tanky Tuesdays popping. Tanky All Tuesdays is popping. Yeah, y'all got to check out Tanky Tuesdays. You can learn a lot, man. If you, yeah, if you want to hear um, LT, you know, talk a little bit more uh, in depth about um, sort of leftist culture and, uh, you know, different things, please follow us on the gram. Uh, it's a really great series that we started. Uh, we're going to be giving more exclusive content, like I said, to our patrons. Um, but uh, I, I think there's a lot of value in it, and they're pretty funny, actually. They're pretty good. Uh, Public Pulse News, Amin TMK, Lil Tanky That Could, Key to the Muscle, and we out. We out. Deuces. Yeah, on my ass, apparently.